0: Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. Hello, listeners. Hello, Fluent fam. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk. And here on this show, I talk about anything and everything interesting from the world of learning another language. And luckily, I don't always have to do that on my own because... I have a co-host with me on the line. Hello to Milton Keynes. How's it going over there, Lindsay? Oh, that felt like a Eurovision reference. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to miss Eurovision this year. Should it, sh- it should be this weekend, actually, shouldn't it? I, I think.
1: Maybe it's just happened the weekend, or would have just happened the weekend after this goes live.
0: Oh, wow. Somewhere in May. Somewhere in May. Normally we all get together. We've got our, you've got your hashtag, right? Euro yeah. party. Yeah. And we watch the Eurovision. That's so true. And every year, God, imagine Lindsay though all the rants that we're sparing ourselves at the moment.
1: I know, right? Why are they singing in English? I know. We're going to probably add a year to our lives without those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so true. A year off from
0: that. <laughs> a year off from that. Another year of kind of. Pointlessly hoping that the British entry is going to be in Gallic or in Welsh or something like that. And it never happens. This is true. This is true. One year we're going to send Gweno. Can you imagine? Very cool. Yeah, I think Gweno would absolutely win Eurovision. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, how's it been going with lockdown language learning?
1: Um, Not too bad. At first it was just like, okay, so this is the situation had no goals I like we was all my goals were related to going places in April like we were supposed to go and film language stories that obviously didn't happen so it's like okay well I guess I'll just put pause on uh, learning Manx and learning Welsh for a Mm -hmm. little bit and also because then we couldn't go out and walk until today Ah, time of recording when we can finally go out for quote-unquote unlimited exercise (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's so tempting
1: yay (laughs) it's quite a quite an extreme um quite an extreme you know from once a day to unlimited but yeah like so I then couldn't walk when I would which is when I would listen to my Welsh and my Manx lessons Mm -hmm. so I just went okay I'm just gonna go with the flow in terms of languages because everything else is up in the air anyway there's no point setting goals and I ended up having a weekend learning Norwegian on future learn i dabbled with arabic on duolingo i actually figured out how to use duolingo every day and not get annoyed with it i um what else have i done and then i I had like a a whole day well because i'm doing the italki language challenge Mm. and i had a whole day where i set myself a language marathon because i would have been running a marathon on that day obviously corona Mm. unlimited
0: exercise (laughs)
1: not at this time and um and so I thought I'm just gonna do a language marathon instead and uh that's what I did and it was a lot of fun Yeah. yeah and do you know what the like the main thing that I learned from this day where I said to myself okay I'm just gonna have a lesson in all of the languages that I've studied at least to some level of decency in the past and kind of see how I feel about it I'm not gonna worry about learning anything new I'm just gonna worry about showing up speaking in these languages as best I can and seeing how it goes and I did like a little face next to each one I was like okay so actually Chinese Korean pretty weak Dutch kind of was weak at the start but then I had I had a lesson the day before and then I had one on the day and actually after that second lesson I felt a lot better and it really picked it up yeah yeah like nowhere near like the the others that I would say but I was really feeling like for so long when because it's that inevitable question right of like How many languages do you speak? What languages do you speak? And it's always a really boring answer, so I end up just kind of saying, "Well, French and Spanish, and then loads of others to a lower level," Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and kind of dumping them all in this same basket. Which just, I've, you know, I've been re-educated from this language marathon day that actually that's not the case. A lot of those languages that I've studied are still quite strong, and I'm I'm kind of going to own that. I'm, I'm quite proud of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the amount of times that we hear somebody saying, I speak blah, and we, as people who have studied languages for so long, we think of it as, oh, that means, you know, like, I, I measure everything by my English, so nothing's ever going to be a language I know well, except mm. if it's like my English, which is nothing, essentially. And and other people, though, sometimes say, like, I speak French, and then when you actually start talking to me in French, they, they mean I can order a pizza or something and it really isn't actually that much so the way the way that we think about this and the way that I think especially small talk we think about this we can throw in three more than than we think right
1: yeah and this is exactly it why I'd avoided saying that for so long because I just been thinking like if I say I speak them all (laughs) people will think it means they're all equal what if I get in reality yeah no no one's thinking that I'm the only one that's (laughs) that's thinking (laughs) that and like you say people like me and you with kind of Language-oriented uh, brains. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're fussier. We're fussier. I always say I'm fluent in Welsh. Doesn't mean I speak perfect Welsh, but I can, you know, I'm I'm fluent in Welsh as long as I'm with a very pa- patient person. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, whatever, own it, right? Fluent in Welsh that doesn't mean I'm good at Welsh. I'm good at being fluent, but I'm fluent enough to be good. I don't know. Like, don't don't examine it. Just don't look at it. <laughs> And sounds fair. Yeah, sounds fair. Even native Welsh speaker, Welsh speaker, I think I would probably, I'd own the fact that I've been learning it for a few years. So language marathon. And did you learn anything? Did you have any language where you thought, oh, I thought I had that down, and I'm actually a little bit behind?
1: Mm, maybe Chinese. Mm. I always felt like it was kind of still in there somewhere, and. Actually, I'm quite enjoying. Like, I've gone back and booked a package with that teacher because I want. I, I really liked how she kind of got where I was, and how I'm not at the very beginning. I don't need to learn how. I don't need to go over all that stuff again. But at the same time, I'm not quite confident conversation level. Yeah, you know. um But then on the other hand, like I'd say Indonesian, I feel a lot stronger in than I thought.
0: Oh, that's really so. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice to have this kind of check in, and then it really depends as well, like on the teachers. Like I mentioned about um, Dutch, mm. how I had I've had two lessons so far, and one the teacher was like, "Ah," and I, I, I'm like muddling my way through this conversation. Right, I'm kind of going and uh 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 and uh how do I say da-da-da? You know, and really very stuttery, really very slow. And we're talking, obviously, about languages because this is the first lesson. So I'm saying, you know, why are you learning Dutch? Because like, I like to learn languages. Well, why? What are you going to do with it? Just, I just want to learn it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, having to try and explain this, and then, and then it, just, and then she's like, "Well, and are you fluent in all these languages?" And I just felt like oh, I felt so kind of <laughs> like I had that light shone upon me. Of like time to time, your time to prove it and uh, because and I'm thinking well obviously I'm not fluent in Dutch right now so this feels like you know and that was made me feel really rubbish about it but then the next day I had a much better lesson where I was actually able to kind of talk a bit more and the teacher sort of really understood mm-hmm. the the value in that and letting me just talk and only filling in when I needed those mistakes correcting and stuff like that so yeah it, I think it depends a lot on who you're with and what the situation is, and so many variables. But I overall feel much, much more confident in saying yes. I speak these languages.
0: That's really cool, and it's the yeah. benefit. It's the benefit of that intensive. Sometimes I also have joined the Italki language challenge. I think we should definitely mention it on a on a later episode. We talk talk maybe through challenges in general because uh, I know you've you've got some you've got something in the works as well. Mm. in that direction because i read your blog lindsay (laughs) (laughs) yay but the italki language challenge very very simple if you've never tried it before the italki language challenge is something that runs maybe three four five times a year or something like that um they don't really announce it very much i guess if you're on italki's newsletter you would you would know it's coming up and it essentially consists of italki setting you a goal and then kind of doing a little nice graph kind of progress line that adds up all the lessons that you've had within a specific time period and then tells you, okay, you've taken you've done six hours. So I'm I'm on six hours today, but I've got another more than one and a half scheduled in this week in Chinese and Welsh. And you just kind of then work towards a goal, so you can say, "Okay, I want to study for twelve hours. I want to take lessons for twelve hours this month," and it has to be italki, of course. And you kind of go through italki, but it kind of gives you that boost of motivation. Sometimes you need that. I found as well that in lockdown, it's been great. So after moving house, I was just wiped out, and slowly it's coming back.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's that's true. I found it useful for that because it was, you know. I think it's nice sometimes just to have those things in the diary. Like, I love this as well about Language League, how it's like, okay, that's when the Q&A call is, that's when the speakeasy calls are. And knowing that you're going to get the chance to speak or practice or just talk about language on those days is always really nice to have.
0: Yeah, just you don't have to think, right? So, yeah, yeah I've gone ahead. I've bought two packages. I've never bought iTalki packages before. And one is with this this Chinese teacher who... One might say, like, it, I think it would have discouraged lots of people, but I, I kind of felt like, all right, let's do this. It was, I came on the line with this lady and I can say stuff, you know, I can say stuff in Chinese. And she just goes, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, huh? Huh? Blah, 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 blah. And like, uh-huh? uh uh-huh? try to repeat what she says, go like, shumma? Uh, you know, like, and then she she just throws away. Go, okay, okay. HSK one, HSK one. Oh. sends me a PDF, and we're just working through the HSK one book in the sense of okay, do all the tones, literally like ah 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 ah. You know, every single sound, every single thing. Ni hao, flipping. Thank you. You're welcome. All the basics, and I was like, do you know what? Let's do it. Let's run through this flipping book because then at least I will know I've done this book. It is very affordable, luckily, because of the currency exchanges and all that stuff. Like this lady, this lady's classes are very affordable. And I was like, let's just do it. Let's see how far I can get by just going through page after page after page, of the h s k book with this lady, because everything that so far is come you know like has come my way, I've already worked through, and I was like, mm. let's do it as a consolidation, and then I have my community tutor who is is completely different we're do, we're just doing the we're chatting and if I don't know something, I whip out the google translate and <laughs> and mm-hmm. then we're chatting, so I've kind of got conversational challenge, but then also this kind of like is literally the human textbook which which so many times you'd say like you'd hate as a learner but I just felt like all right let's do it you know what there's let's there's just a time and a
1: place right yeah I, it you, what you just described sounds like when I went to Guarani school in Paraguay how I'd spent <laughs> all this time learning I was ready to kind of dive in like halfway through and the teacher was like right so lesson one here's the alphabet I was like oh man I know this here's how to say hello <sighs> what am I doing what am I paying for here oh my god why have I wasted my time learning when I could have just come here and started from scratch and then I'm like okay day two I'm just gonna go in I'm just gonna accept what we're doing it's good practice it's the first time I'm actually getting a chance to speak in person with someone else in Guarani who knows what they're talking about let's just go with the flow and it was so good and I think sometimes it can just be what you need yeah so yeah that sounds really good
0: and these, you know what we're, you know what level one textbooks are like, right? They start suddenly halfway through. They've gone through all of the really simple stuff, and then they start picking up really quickly. And then that's usually mm. when you'd start feeling lost. You'd lose motivation. You'd feel a bit like, I can't keep up. Whereas this one, I can kind of now whiz through that stage, knowing all the numbers and all that stuff, consolidate that all that. So I don't, I really don't have to think about it anymore, and then move forward from there. So I'm feeling encouraged. I'm going to see where ten lessons takes me with this lady. Nice, nice. Yeah, let's do it. Lindsay, let me tell you about something I've been watching that I really like in Chinese. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, it's something I've been watching on Yabla. Okay. Yeah, it's called, and I'm going to try and pronounce it, I Yu, which is in English, i apartment. Have you ever heard of this?
1: I-partment? I I-partment. I apartment. No. <laughs> it's such a
0: good name can I can
1: I guess the premise
0: yeah do it do it
1: okay is it like someone living in an apartment that's very technologically advanced and is like a smart house but a fancy apartment
0: no although I'd watch that Um, (laughs) I feel like they missed a trick okay what is I apartment so I you'd love it I think you'd love it it's like a web, ser- it started out as a web series. It's not made by Yabla, but Yabla have kind of taken it and made it language learners super super friendly, right? Because of this magic that they do with the subtitles. It's basically Friends, but with Chinese people. And the Ooh. I in I Apartment is this I, which is the Chinese word for love. So there's oh. something like in the first episode. There's a wedding and the couple fell in love in this apartment because they were housemates. And then the landlord of the apartment complex somehow decides, well, because I am so charmed by this couple, I'm going to let any loving relationship couple live here rent-free or something like that. Okay. And I don't know. that There's not really much mention of that so far <laughs> further on, but... It seems to be that everyone just lives in different apartments kind of next to each other and you get all these little interwoven stories and it's a sitcom. It's a Chinese sitcom. That does sound fun. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. So, I Ching (laughs) Gong Yu, like, I-apartment. I think you can get it if you're not on Yabla, but language learners, let me tell you as well. First of all, the Fluent Show is sponsored by Yabla, right? So we're gonna give them a shout out, and Yabla does special things for language learners. Not just with the subtitles, they do. They put a lot of work into analyzing the video that you're watching, and putting everything into. St- into like little little chunks so all the videos themselves are very short so something like an episode of apartment which might be 20 minutes long is actually broken down into these like five minute chunks hmm. so then you can watch it again and again or you can move on to the next one if you want and it's very easy it kind of does the netflix thing of like do you want next one? Three five three two one. you know three five one <laughs> three two one <laughs> But if you just want to really make sure that you understood what they're saying, you understood the words or something like that, you can switch the subtitles. And in Chinese, it works like this. You get Chinese characters, pinyin, and then English. And you can switch either one of those on and off as you wish. Anything that you click on in the Chinese characters comes up with a dictionary definition. And if you want, you can then add it to your flashcards. So you can then play some games and do some flashcard work to actually work through all the words that you came across. And something I found really useful is it's got a prep section where it will prepare you for the video that's coming. So there's this scene where, for some reason, that, that is, is kind of beyond me right now. They're just There's two characters that keep riding around on a tractor because they get a lift with a farmer so at the start <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> it'll teach you the word for tractor it'll teach you like the word for can I get a ride," etc so it kind of gives you this prep before you go into watching the scene and then as you're watching the scene you can feel like yeah yeah I understand I understand this in Chinese mm. Mm. so that's really good plus you can slow it down you can speed it up and it just does all the things It's it's such a good resource so Yabla, in general, really just want to give a shout out to that. Yabla is a resource that you can get listeners in Chinese, but it also works in French, Italian, German, Spanish and English. You've you've watched it in Spanish, right, Lindsay?
1: I think so, yeah. A few years ago now.
0: Mm. Yeah, It's been a while. Yeah, and the I must say the Chinese version is a little bit behind, but if you're doing any of those other European languages, it's actually even better. Like I've looked at the German version, and it's always really current. Like You get news articles about coronavirus and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, broken down. So you get a lot of current stuff, and they're always adding things. It's Just so, in so case good. you want more corona news. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if it's combined with Practice in a, another language. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> other other things are available. <laughs> Definitely, there might be Eurovision stuff on there. Sorry. So yeah. <laughs> so that is at yabla dot com slash. Fluent Show, and Yabla is a fee-paying website. Um, If you're a teacher, by the way, you can look at it for your school because they've got really good school deals, or your school might have it. But if you're an individual just wanting to take a look, it's usually fee-paying, but you can get a whole two weeks free. I think it's a 10 or 15-day trial. So that's yabla.com slash Fluent Show, and it's it's well worth looking at. And in in, in that time, you can totally go through most of iPartment Season 1. Especially now. (laughs) Staying at home. Staying at home. Staying alert. Making your flat or apartment the apartment of love. (laughs) (laughs) Yay so that is that thank you so much as always to yabla for sponsoring the fluent show we are genuinely grateful to have sponsors to have this support and at this point i always want to give a shout out to our patreon backers we've got last time i said i was so excited and my heart was so beating when i checked and we had like 30 and now the number has gone up again i can't believe like the number of people who have you know, chosen to support the Fluent Show, you can support the Fluent Show from as little as $2 a month. So it doesn't have to be much. It's just about showing that you're interested, showing us that you, that you care and kind of getting us together. And this really is about the community rather than, you know, you giving the most you possibly can find something that's comfortable for you head over to patreon and i'm still making fluent in isolation solo bonus episodes where i'm talking about being fluent in isolation in lockdown with a blanket over your head (laughs) so thank you so much to our patreon supporters you can just search on patreon.com for fluent show or it's patreon.com slash fluent show and as always all the notes no all the links from this episode will be in the show notes at fluent.show one eighty two. So that's one central place. Lindsay, before we go into this week's topic, and I know we've got a big, we had a big run on intro, but it was such a wonderful catch up. So I hope listeners, you're with us and you're enjoying it. Just to let you know, listeners, today we are doing Top Tools. Top Tools. But we're doing it slightly differently, and there's a reason for that. So I'm going to come to the top tools in a minute. But before we do all the top tools, I want Lindsay to tell us about creative ideas for language learners. Lindsay, you've got, oh yeah, you've done creative ideas for language teachers mm. ages ago. That was your first book,
1: right? Well, yes, and no. So yeah, you're right. 100 creative ideas for our language teachers exists it has done since 2017 i believe and it's a book but it's it's like an ebook right but it's also got like digital support content so there's videos there's templates there's examples to help you actually get started and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do the stuff that's in the book rather than just reading it and go, oh, that sounds good, might try it one day and then never do it. I, You know, I am not. I want you to actually have a go and do the stuff. So I'm trying to help you do that as much as possible. And so the same thing with 100 Creative Ideas for solo language learners, which exists now as well. So there's the ebook with loads of ideas organized by like, you know, kind of listening, reading, speaking, writing, vocab, mm-hmm. grammar, I think that's all the chapters. Oh, and then the introduction, you've got the four key factors in there as well and ideas on how to make those work for you. And um, and then it's there's obviously crossover, but then as well as the main content there, you've got like videos kind of guiding you through tech tools that I mentioned. There's templates to help you just get started right away. There's examples of like some of the techniques that I've done and kind of showing you those as well. So yeah, it's it's quite thorough and it's going to just help to the idea is it like re-sparks a little bit of language learning passion and that interest whenever you feel like you've lost it whenever you feel bored this is the thing to help reignite that spark
0: oh fabulous fabulous so it's really like a book and as a language learner you can just dip into any page read until you find something that I don't know lights your fire and then go for it absolutely yeah so cool so cool so that's 100 creative ideas for what's it called solo language learners solo language learners 100 creative ideas for solo language learners and that's out on your website yep okay link in the show notes as always listeners so i'm gonna do a link at fluent.show slash 182 congratulations lindsay for releasing the book thank you you're very welcome i'm very excited for you now let's move on to top tools. As you know listeners or as you know if you're a long-time listener we in the show at the fluent show every 6 months or so get together Lindsay and I get together each of us brings brings a basket full of suggestions, a a little little kind of bouquet of ideas. (laughs) Each of us brings free tools that we have been enjoying using or just applauding recently. And then we run through the list of these tools and we choose our favorites so that every six months you've got a new supply of tools to work with. But Lindsay, you know, I noticed something recently, Mm -hmm. which is I've been asking people whether they have any top tools, whether they could suggest something for the Fluent Show, what have they been using, what have they been enjoying, and what people normally suggest is a lot of stuff that we already had on the show.
1: Dun dun dun. Ah,
0: oh, yeah. So what we what I found on the on the Fluent Show is that our our rules, first of all, our rules for these tools are as follows: if it is really obvious, and we think you'll probably know about it already we don't list it. So Duolingo essentially basically is never going to be a top tool because Duolingo is already a top tool out there in the world. And this is about finding quirky little or unexpected things that will just help you a little bit more in language learning, similar to what Lindsay's book is all about. Yeah. Secondly, if it's already been mentioned before, we're not going to mention it again. But seeing as so many people recently seem to have all these suggestions of book of tools that we've mentioned before i thought why don't we do an episode that is top tools but we go through the archive we look at everything we have previously suggested we just kind of let you know what we had and then we choose our ultimate it's like the the Clash of the Titans, the 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 Avengers. It's not
1: quite Endgame. that implies <laughs> it's not. The end, podcast yeah. is over. But like <laughs> Avengers Assemble.
0: That's it. That's it. We'll just kind of do. We're gonna do like a, a clearing the desk. De- clearing the desk. A clearing the decks. We're going to clear the decks. Bring out our absolute like faves run through the tools that we really enjoyed for all these different episodes and then we've got a clear space moving forward and that this will also i thought lindsay what do you think Go release on. any previous tools if they don't make it into our top but we at some point want to bring them back in the future it's going to release them so that they are free from this oh we already had that
1: okay Sounds good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's start by running through each of the previous episodes. And this is, listeners, we're going back to autumn and winter 2016. Think back to 2016. Dun, dun, dun. Brexit. Dun, dun, I was going to say, yeah, I'd rather not. Donald Trump. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. The world is in uproar. This is when two language nerds. Get together, bring their best, and discuss apps. <laughs> for the first time. For the first time. Yes, that's it. So I have got the list here of what we run through. Now, of course, we're going to run through these quite quickly because listeners, we've got one, two, three, four, five. Apologies for my paper notes. Six, seven. Top Tools episodes in the archive and each of them has got six recommendations. So that's 42 recommendations for you all in total, which is quite a lot. So what I want to do is, Lindsay, I'll read you all of them mm. and I will ask you three questions.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah? And I've looked through all of them. So a few of them are no longer live. They will automatically be pretty Aww. much eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. So Some of them have been around a while. Okay. The first recommendations that we have are from autumn winter 2016 and the top tools that we had uh, in that episode were number one lyricstraining.com T- question number one do you still know what ly- lyrics training is yes mm-hmm. so lyrics training is a website where you can watch a lot of youtube videos of songs and learn vocabulary based on the lyrics of those songs
1: And an app now. I use the app a lot, like almost every day.
0: Yes, that's... Was that question
1: number two? Have I jumped the gun?
0: (laughs) So, still no, gets a check. Do you still use this? Yes. Question number three. Has this improved? Yes, yeah. Mm, Because of the app, right? Yeah. So, lyrics training is going super strong. And question number four. Do you still like it? Yes. We, see, yeah, hi. A do, a We just hey. said yes in lots of languages. We 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 did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So you still know what it is. Still use it. It's improved, and you still like it. So it gets four checks on my little on my little notes here. And the next one along is the following: Gus on the go. Do you still know what that is? Still know what it is. Yeah. Do you still use it?
1: No but only because it's like beginners and children.
0: Mm. I looked at it today and mm. I would have I would have used it because it looks very cute as a kind of Chinese beginner app and why not do another Chinese beginners app, right? So there is that. <laughs> but the app was four pounds. And for me, that was too high of a threshold, uh, which doesn't mean it's not worth four pounds, but it's, it's designed mostly for children. And so it just didn't quite meet my purposes, which means I haven't been able to test drive it. Mm. So that is Gus on the Go. So still use gets a gets an X. Do you think it's improved? Um I haven't seen it recently. Mm, having but... I mean having looked at the website and the and the um previews, I would say I would give that a yes. Cool. Mhm. Do you still like it? I do. Me too. And especially right now where so many people have to homeschool their kids, Gus on the Go might be a really great one for you to look at. Yeah, so this is one, not a top tool for everybody, but a top tool for parents, I would say. The next one, oh, this is an interesting one for me. Lindsay, do you still know what TuneIn Radio is? Yes, I still know what it is. Do you still use it?
1: No, because I actually use what I think will be a more recent recommendation on the top tools list.
0: Right. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't use it either anymore at this point. I used it for Radio Cymru and then BBC... Ah, BBC Sounds. BBC Sounds came out, which is the BBC's own app. And uh, BBC Sound gives you the playlists of the radio shows, so it's preferable for me. Yeah. So still use gets an X, unfortunately. Um, Has it improved? Yes, I actually
1: did a walkthrough of this for 100 creative ideas and it's it's a lot better i think a lot more intuitive than i remember it being in the past
0: oh that's really cool okay so tune in radio guess two checks out of three out of three so far do you still like it yeah me too me too okay so that's tune in radio which is a radio app for listening to radio from all over the world and then then we had two more that I want to just mention that didn't make it into our top this time. So I want to mention them, give them a chance. Uh, there was Tiny Cards, which is an app where Duolingo made sort of cutesy flashcards. Do you still know what I <laughs> Well, I just said it.
1: <laughs> I do now. No, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. But when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. So I'd kind of forgotten. But I, yeah, I do know what it is.
0: Do you still use it? No. Mm. I had downloaded it. I used it for a little while. Um, I cannot comment on whether it's improved recently because I actually took it off my phone because I didn't I didn't like it that much. It is beautiful. It is so well designed, it's really cute, but for me tiny cards just didn't give anything except for putting words in front of me, and that's not how I like to learn my vocab usually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you a flashcard person? We, we never see, we never go through like Anki or anything. We never go through lots of flashcards on here.
1: No, I I use Memrise quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I do like Memrise for vocab. Um, yeah, so I suppose I am. That's kind of flashcard, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And do you use Drops? Um, a little bit yeah a little bit i yeah i i'm kind of on and off with drops i enjoy the design of drops i think it looks lovely yeah. but at the same time i just can't if it's just a list with a lot of vocab i kind of need to find time in between where i use it
1: to then yeah to like take it further yourself yeah yeah which is fine like i don't want a tool or a t equally i don't want a teacher to do all of the work for me i wouldn't expect that but yeah you do want to have that extra time in between mm to then take things further a bit, don't you?
0: Yeah, like the best way, it's something I really highlighted and kind of talked, taught through in um, the vocab course I do, your solid vocab memory, which is just that you've got to use your vocab. Like there is no review engine, there is no SRS that's actually going to put this in your memory anywhere near as well as using it. Mm-hmm. And that's for me where tiny cards fell down, which is it's it's an SRS and... I don't know. Like the the content is a little bit higgledy-piggledy and stuff. So, a beautiful beautiful design, but c- could be better in my mind. Okay. And then the last one. I'm curious I'm curious about this one. Lindsay, you you'd brought this one, so maybe you still know what it is. Do you still know what Eggbun is?
1: Eggbun. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is Eggbun? Um Eggbun is like a text chat app so you learn through a sort of text chat interface. So
0: is it like you're texting? The... Yeah, but it's it... like a bot, if oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's yeah. like a study chatbot. Yeah, kind of.
1: And almost like the lessons are delivered in that format.
0: Do you still use it?
1: Um, I don't at the moment, but I used it quite a bit for Korean, I think.
0: I wanted to know if it had improved. So I looked on their website yeah. and I had, I didn't use it at the time that you brought it because in 2016, I was, I was just Welsh, Welsh, Welsh. Now I would have been quite interested because it's got a Mandarin component, but the website still really focuses on Korean. So I'm kind of giving that, a, like a dash. It hasn't improved from what I can spontaneously tell. It hasn't got worse either. I think it's still cool, but they haven't, they haven't, certainly haven't expanded their language range.
1: And do you still like Egg Bun? I do, yeah. Yeah, I would use that again actually if I wanted to go back for Korean.
0: Yeah, so Egg Bun, Gas on the Go, and Tune In Radio. I think for me, from this particular range, uh, lyrics training is probably the winner.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Lyrics training, lyrics training. That's our first, first entrant for the Clash of the Titans. <laughs> Okay, moving on to spring-summer 2017. That was my last spring and summer. It was my last spring in Lancaster before I moved house to Canterbury. And that's all I remember from that time, really. Oh. Yeah. I think it was the first time I went volunteering at a Welsh event. So the first time I really used my Welsh with strangers. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, so let's run through the list, the first mm, recommendations that we had on there. And this is something that we're going to come across in various guises again and again and again. So I'm just going to mention it here. Lindsay's clearly still going to know what this is. It's making your own notes prettier, taking pretty notes. Ah, yeah. Yes. So I'm just going to park that one because... We really are going to come across a variation of this a few times over. Okay. The second tool is, do you still know what Master is? Yes, of course. Yeah, Master, a language training app that shows you natural sentences, gives you a gap and you've got to fill the gap. It's a very simple, really nicely designed clothes exercise. Do you still use Master?
1: I do. Not at the moment, but yeah, I still have it on my iPad
0: hmm Do you think Master has improved? Have there been any changes recently?
1: I haven't checked recently, recently, but I seem to remember they have like a, quite a range of languages, so I don't know if they've added to that, perhaps. I'm not sure.
0: Mm, I think something that they've done, that, because they've sponsored the show in the past, so friend of the show Master. Something that ClauseMaster did was for the more popular languages, they added various different ways that you can interact with the languages. So you can do, you can almost do it like a course where it shows you the most frequent words or it shows you a specific range of words or it shows you like a, a challenging one. Okay. Yeah. So they've kind of done, they've done work with the, with the algorithm, but no, no big overhauls really. So let's give it a, Let's give it a dash. Let's give it a same, really. Give it a dash. Mm-hmm. And do you still like Clothesmaster? I do. Yeah, me too. And the next, hmm, this again isn't really a tool, but something maybe that we're going to come across again. And I'm going to take it out of the Clash of the Titans, but mention it here, which was to go to charity shops and library sales. Ah, yeah. Yeah, so it's more of a strategy. And that, again, just to mention for you as the language learner, in the past, Lindsay and I, the last few episodes that we have done together have all been about language linguistics books and textbooks and all those kind of things. So we mention this on a regular basis. If you're, not just if you're thrifty, but if you like, if you're thrifty, you like to protect the environment and you still want to work with paper, and you're not in a country where you can't do this because of coronavirus, (laughs) Really, going to any kind of place where you can get secondhand language books is just going to be your heaven. The next one. This is interesting. I wonder, do you still know what the Live Lingua project is? I do. Yeah. Do you still use it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So the LiveLingua project, listeners, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, is a place where language learning platform LiveLingua have collected and archived an awful lot of free, largely um, official American sort of Peace Corps and Foreign Services Institute language courses. And it's excellent, mostly because it covers so many minority languages and so many languages that you wouldn't normally think about. So there's a lot of African languages. There's a lot of, what else is there? There's a lot of Latin American and All over. smaller languages.
1: Yeah. Wherever these sort of associations have sent people, there tends to be things that, so like, you know, if you're learning, or oh, I don't know, say German or Swedish, you're probably not going to find this one very useful, but if you're lear- if you're learning something where actually you don't have resources, like Guarani, mm-hmm. and this is how I first came across this is that there's Peace Corps PDF there for for Guarani.
0: Mm-hmm. So for me, I have never I've never needed to use it because I've never I've never learned a minority language from that kind of corner. Like the Peace Corps, is not going to come to Wales, is it? To Wales, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> so, so it's just it's not really come on my radar as much. Partly also because I don't, I don't, I rarely dabble. I kind of get sucked in when I dabble. That's how I started learning Chinese accidentally. And um, so I haven't really, I haven't really looked at it recently. But if you are a minority language learner, that it gets like the special award. So it's a bit like Gus on the Go, where. You have to be in a special position and then it's the best, best yeah, resource. Yeah,
1: that's, that's true. That's true.
0: So I'm going to give it the minority um, medal. Tick of approval. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, do you know if it's improved recently or worsened or same? I would say the
1: same because I think because the resources that are listed there are quite old. Um,
0: yeah, it's I an don't archive, think really. there's anything
1: new to really add. Yep. So I would say it's the same.
0: mm mm-hmm. I think the I think design wise and um collection wise it's it's also got the edge over something we're gonna mention later. Um that, that also has a lot of minority languages. And finally, do we still like this? Go on. Heck yes. I still like live lingua. Oh, do we oh sorry, I thought we'd moved on. Do we still like- <laughs> I think we like do we still like this? Do we still like live lingua? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Oh, so that gets my minority language medal. Minority medal. <laughs> the other tip that I wanted to come back to from this episode was okay, this, this is a cute one. Do you still still know what this is, Lindsay? Uh sub. Sub suba sub?
1: No, I don't.
0: That's how I felt as well. Uh so it was a good tip, but I don't think I ever really got into using it because it was just one level too nerdy. So Subasub is a place where you can find subtitles for lots and lots of different materials in lots of different languages, and then you can kind of program the languages. Program your DVDs and get the language and get the subtitles. It's a way to make subtitles into flashcards. Basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, <laughs> Sorry, that was a very complicated I mean. Thing.
1: Yeah, I mean it sounds yeah. It sounds useful but it does sound like you need a bit of tech Oof, to get you going on that one.
0: That's it. That's it. I mean the result would be really cool because say you've got a Disney movie, you then get um yeah, let's say let's say you're not in any kind of you're not messing up with copyright because you're just using it in different places. So if you do this with, say, a Disney movie, you then would get flashcards where you can also get the audio or even the video clip of what it is you're practicing. Oh, that's the uh, boost. But it's a bit fiddly. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of it kind of dropped off for me. So sub sub, sorry. The closest you can get to is probably Yabla, actually.
1: Mm. Which which does that. Also,
0: like, um,
1: is it language learning or learn languages? I always forget. With Netflix, the Chrome extension. Oh, yes. With that, you can literally print the subtitles for a show. And so you could do whatever you want with them.
0: I've never used that because I just never watch Netflix on anything that uses Chrome. But it gets ever more tempting. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you can have
1: dual subtitles and everything.
0: Don't, don't even, oh, gosh, it's very yeah, jazzy. So I think Language Learning with Netflix and Yabla come out as my top subtitle devices if you're a subtitle kind of Fair candidate. enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay, so from Spring Summer 2017, would we give the honors to CloseMaster or Live Lingua, do you think?
1: I would say on a more. Widespread basis. Probably Clothes Master.
0: Mm, still a winner baby. Alright. Let's move on to autumn and winter. Leaves are starting to fall. Autumn <laughs> winter 2017. No no major political up- upheaval. Has happened in the world. And the I think. This is why one of my absolute favorite. Lists of resources. It's just so 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 good. And this is the first time we mentioned. On, well. First-slash-second time that we mentioned handwritten notes, some level of handwritten notes. And we particularly mentioned the vocab notebook in this. Okay. The vocab, so this one was a particular vocab notebook, but a vocab notebook in the, if you're a German person, vocabelheft. it's this, usually A5, you can get A4 versions of it, but it's usually an A5 and you buy this lined, this little notebook, just sort of a two-pound kind of jobby. You buy it, and it's it's all lined pages with a line down the middle, pre-printed, line down the middle, and that is it. You write your words on one side in one language, on the other side in the other, other language. And it's just the handiest little handwriting tool. So that was the second time that we mentioned a notebook slash notes. And I have to say to you, Lindsay, I actually asked for my mom to send me some of those in my birthday parcel. Ah. <laughs> so I still use it and I still like it. Definitely. Definitely.
1: Good. I'm glad because I have no access to these unless I buy them online, I guess. So I'm glad that you can
0: uh, vouch for that one. Oh, I've got a tip there. Definitely. Okay. Let me look at my notes. I wrote. Apologies, old lady Kirsten. Sorry? There are two oh yes, here it says. There are two ways of getting essentially the vocab notebook type thing, at least in America. This is I posted these on Instagram and then somebody commented and said, Oh, it looks like Greg ruled pages. And I was like, what is Greg ruled? So then I went on Wikipedia and I was listen- I was looking at all the different types of paper can be preprinted, you know, with like dots and grids and all kinds of things. And there is oh. something called Greg ruled, Greg with 2G. Or Pittman ruled. Pittman ruled, and both of those have a line down the middle. So they're not called the Volkab notebooks or anything like that, as they are in German, where they are, you know, they have a specific purpose in Germany, that the way that they're sold. But if you get something called pit Pittman ruled or Greg ruled paper, if you can get hold of that, you actually get essentially the Vokup notebook effect.
1: I get why this hasn't really taken off in the UK now. Because if you saw a notebook that said Greg World, people would be like, oh, there's a sausage roll in it. a sausage roll voucher inside.
0: <laughs> Greg's, 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 Greg's rules. <laughs> yeah. that, that, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe that's the downfall. And I think just generally, you don't really have as much, like in Germany, foreign languages are compulsory in school, right? So... Mm. Selling vocab notebook um vocab, that's just a market for it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> whereas in the u k foreign language learning isn't really as mainstream as in anywhere that doesn't speak English first, so you might not get the you might not get the stationery around it
1: yeah this is this is true, and this is related to another similar thing that I know is coming up as well
0: that's it so yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna Dwell on this too much because we're going to come back to it again. So, um, listeners, just be aware Lindsay and I are both kind of handwriters when it comes to our vocab and our languages. So, the next tool, I wonder if you still know what this is. Lindsay, do you still know what Libby is?
1: No, I don't think I use that one.
0: Oh, so the Libby app is an app where you can download, lend, borrow, borrow ebooks from your library. Ah,
1: okay.
0: Yes. And I think it, my
1: library has a different system.
0: That is it. Your, Maybe um, that's your library Your library does need to be signed up to Libby, so it has to be your library uses it, but there are lots of libraries worldwide that do use it. And I'm very lucky because when I suggested this, we were still in Lancaster. But then I moved to Canterbury and one of the first things I did, mo- moving to a whole new city, a whole new different side of the country, was like walk into the library and go, hello, I would like a library card. <laughs> like top three things to do in a new city. And they are still t- they're still um, signed up to Libby. So I've used this in the last week. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I still use Libby. But I have to say that the foreign language content that my new library offers isn't particularly rich, so I would actually say instead of improved, the experience in terms of language learning has gotten a little bit worse. But I still like and adore it. Is
1: that just because of where you are, like what your local library is? Does it vary then? Do you
0: reckon? It varies. Yes, it varies from library right. to library. Yeah, right. defo, defo. But we'll stick with the theme of reading because the next tool on this list. I wonder if you still know what this one is. haha. ha. Uh, is Link. Link. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Can you describe Link? I find it so hard to describe.
1: Okay, Link is a an app. It's it's a, it's an app or a website. It's a thing where it helps you to read stuff or to listen to stuff, and it gives you like you know a visual of what you're reading or what you're listening to, a transcript if you like. Mm-hmm. And you start off with it in one color, and as you click through. If you don't know a word, you click on that word and it creates a link, which also then makes like a flashcard. And then you have the chance to then learn through those flashcards through different methods. Um, and it, what I do like about Link is the way that it keeps everything like stored up. And like, so if you know, if you start a language completely from scratch there and you only sort of consume stuff on Link or via Link you would have an exact record of exactly how many words you know in that language.
0: Which that is, is it, like, yeah. And every way. new resource that you open up, every new text, every new lesson, every, every new transcript of a podcast, you automatically, instantly it shows you, oh, here are all the words that you already know. Yes, and yeah. That's yeah. the magic really of Link is that you can take your acquired vocab- vocabulary, all the words you know, and then it'll just scan whatever new resource you want and just look for the new resource as well. Yeah. True. Ah, we've managed to describe link. Yeah. <laughs> um I 100% still use this. In fact, I've I started using this with Chinese because link doesn't have a Welsh uh, version and I feel like I finally got it and I have been I have been very much enjoying link 100%. So for me it's also a check for improved. My experience of link has massively improved and I totally still like it. Yeah. Same for you? Still used? Same, same. Yeah. Same, same. So Link is a winner. Now, the next one was something that I looked back on and I thought, oh, okay. Do you still know what Leah knows is? Oh.
1: Mm. The name rings a bell. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Mm.
0: I also kind of drew a blank on that one. Um, and it's it's essentially a language learning app, but I couldn't really find anything that, that particularly sets it apart. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So with Leanos, I don't know. It's just we had it, we kind of listed it. It didn't really make top three then. I wonder I wonder if there's something that we're not getting. If you're a maker of Leanos, please get in touch and tell us more about it. Um, although I, I usually contact the makers as well, and I say, "Hey, your app's been mentioned in in the top tools. You're a top tool or a top tool candidate." But there wasn't really there wasn't really much there. So I would say with Lea knows, I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank.
1: Mm, yeah, I can't really remember something. It's something to do with translate, like like a better Google Translate or something. Mm. Maybe it made flashcards from. I'm not sure
0: maybe it maybe it's a thing where you translate and then you can make flashcards from the translation
1: i think so mm
0: so i have to say listeners i'm sorry that because it it got it pretty much got across on the do i still know what it is it's also not something i started using regularly so i can't comment on whether it's improved or whether i still like it because i never really had a relationship with it in the first place oh so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a People say a damp squib in English, and I never know what that is supposed to be. Yeah, it's
1: kind of offensive. I wouldn't necessarily.
0: What's a squib? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's not up. It, it's not it's not you. I think it's us. Finally, there was uh, flow lingo.
1: Ooh. That rings a bell as well, but I can't really remember.
0: It's something that was Spanish only. I think that was the... It was a really, really cool app, but it was Spanish only. Okay. Was it music? I believe so. Yeah, it rings a bell. Did you... You didn't continue using it or are you not using it at the no, moment? No, not...
1: No, no, not really.
0: Ah, so that's another one that kind of... It, we don't know if it's improved. Do we still like it? Do you still like it? Well, I don't really
1: use it, so I guess it's
0: a no. Yeah, or a next time, maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> so for, for for me, and you tell me, because Libby, you know, it's it's kind of conditional. Not everybody can use it. Lea knows really didn't quite capture our hearts. Then we had the suggestion of finding local, any kind of local tourist materials that come up in lots of languages.
1: I think that one. Like, I know it's kind of a quirky one, mm-hmm. but I would say that that's kind of timeless wherever you are. Because even if like you think, oh, I don't live anywhere touristy, still, if you, you know, go online, you can find like website translations about tourist sites, TripAdvisor as well, right? You could use that in the same way.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about TripAdvisor then as well mm. and how fun it is to find uh, TripAdvisor reviews in your target language. Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe that should be the the second kind of the double tip, Tripadvisor, double tip, Tripadvisor, the secret language learning tool, <laughs> and even Airbnb, right? Because Airbnb does a lot in its local language. Mm, Yes. Yeah.
1: We we did a couple. We had like a coffee experience in Costa Rica where that the we the guy spoke English, but we spoke in Spanish, like between me and him, quite a bit. Um, and then another one. Oh, in Korea, when I was with Shannon, we did a music lesson in Korean, mostly in Korean. That was really cool. Mm. Yeah.
0: I dragged my whole German retreat to Yoga Deutsch. Nice. <laughs> okay, so there's nice. there's a it's it's slightly shifted a hundred percent. I think Link is much more on the radar this time. So between Link, vocab notebooks, or Any kind of travel-related, trip advisor, tourist bump, which one would you like to be the recommendation? Winner for Clash of the Titans.
1: Did you say Link is still...
0: Link's still on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, Link. All right, so Link, you've made it. You've made it, baby. You're a winner. Okay, so we've got, so far, Link, Lyrics Training and Clothesmaster, our top of the tops. Nice. Okay, Lindsay, a few episodes to go. Oh, we've got to speed it up, really. All right, let's do it. Do you still know what lingo dear is?
1: Yes, lingo dear,
0: <laughs> me too. A hundred per cent memories. Ah, oh. and I'm still on it, and I'm still learning with it because yeah. I'm learning Chinese. yeah,
1: I might actually re-download that. That's a good one for Asian languages.
0: hmm it's a great little app, and they now actually have they've got some European languages on offer as well. Ooh. Okay, so it has improved. Tick tick. It has improved. It's improved its range. It's improved its experience. There's a lot of explanations and stuff. I'm impressed with Lingodeer throughout, throughout. And for me, it's an absolute check when it comes to do I still like this. Perfect. The next one, bit quirky, Um, text inspector. Oh, text inspector. Yes, yes. We used it at the time to analyze Donald Trump tweets. Did we? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Text Inspector is still a good solid tool. It still exists, right?
0: It still exists. Yeah. But it's almost, it's it's not really multilingual.
1: No, it's for, yeah, it's for English learners, really. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Text Inspector is essentially AI that corrects your writing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: and I the only mark down is really like I would say I mean it's not improved or gotten worse from what I can tell but I still don't use it because I'm not an English learner in that way
1: yeah exactly
0: something I use for correcting my not correcting my writing but getting getting a boost or non-boost for my writing is Hemingway if you're a person who writes in English and you want to See if you can simplify what you're writing. Simplify how you're expressing yourself. Hemingway is a nice little web app that just looks through your stuff and tells you where your sentences are a bit too long and complex. Mm, is really cool. The next recommendation is no longer live. I couldn't find it, and that was that was Talk Along. Um, of, a forum where you can chat about anything in your target language. Didn't didn't survive from spring-summer 2018 to spring-summer 2020. Mm. But it helps us middle it down. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And the next one was the Reddit Language Learning Forum. Do you still know what that is? I know what it is.
1: I I don't really go on Reddit very often. Mm. stresses me out.
0: So still use would get, um, I think... I never done. used it in the
1: first place. I think that was probably your suggestion, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And the great thing about the Reddit Language Learning Forum is that they've got a fantastic frequently asked questions. But the actual discussion does tend, if you're on it for a few years and you kind of look at the discussions, it does kind of go a bit circular. Right, right. And there's a certain element of... Um, Redditness to it.
1: Yeah, that yeah, I can imagine.
0: <laughs> so I wouldn't say it's improved, but it certainly hasn't gotten worse. And the moderators of that forum are wonderful. And it's so it's worth if you're especially if you're an early learner and you're already on Reddit, use it, but don't go out of your way, I would say. Fair enough. So still like for me gets a gets a dash. Gets a dash. Still like it under certain circumstances. Okay, the next one, Lindsay, this is interesting because this is something you've just mentioned. So you definitely still know what it is. <laughs> FutureLearn.
1: Learn. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so in love. Yeah, I love Future Learn. Do you? Yeah.
0: I took I took a Future Learn course as well this year. So we definitely still know what it is and we still use it.
1: Did you? What was your
0: course? Ah, uh, gender representation in the media. <laughs> oh, I have that on my list. It's so yeah. good. It's really it good. good. I didn't go all the way through it and I, I regret, but, you know, it was coronavirus and moving house just yeah. tripped me up, but massively enjoyed it. Yes. I have just finished one on,
1: I did the Norwegian one. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. I mentioned it, right? And then I, I actually did two Norwegian ones. I kind of rushed through the second one though, because I was running out of time on the access. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I did a course about allergies. Um, and about, I just finished one, about, um, like, branding culture. It was all about nation
0: branding
1: and, like, the the good sides of that and the bad sides of that. And, oh, yeah, really interesting stuff.
0: Oh, clever. Now, would you say it's improved? So, we're talking since 2018. You think? Yeah. I'd have given it a a down mark. Why? Because they've made they only give you a few weeks and then you have to pay
1: oh yeah but the there's like some old courses if you were enrolled before they bought that change I think some of them you still have access to and also I think they tend to like relist them so if you do don't if you don't quite get it done in time you can go back and finish it again
0: cat oh okay I know it's
1: not ideal but yeah you'll see it how the do you know it's around. kind
0: of coming back
1: If you find the course, if you search for it, and then you'll be able to, um, like, add it to the, like, list or sign up to the wait list or something, maybe. Right,
0: okay. Yeah, but Ah. they do
1: have quite a good range of language ones on there as well. Chinese, I've got a couple of those on the list.
0: Yeah, I took an Irish course on there.
1: Yeah, oh, yes, that's what I did, Irish. I did that one as well, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing
0: stuck. It was just like, what, what, why do you have so many
1: silent letters? What? Nothing, nothing really stuck with me on that (laughs) one. That was very early lockdown.
0: (laughs) Yes. Maybe we've taken the same course. Um, Probably. Yeah. So future Learn listeners, if you, if you haven't tried it before, it's well worth a look. Lindsay, tell me why you think it's improved.
1: I think just because it's, the range is constantly growing.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. um,
1: I would say it's it's that really.
0: So I'm giving it, okay, I'm giving it a dash because cause I would say, Mleh. but not that yeah. I'm a total freebie hunter, but it kind of reels me in with interesting things. And then when I think about, am I so serious about it that, I, that I'm 40 pounds serious, then suddenly I'm not. And then it puts me in this weird situation. Mm. But do we still like it? Absolutely. Oh, Yeah. Ah, oh, so that's FutureLearn, and then finally there. It, okay, do you still know what this is, Babadum?
1: Yes, still know what it is. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you still use it?
1: No, not very. No, no, not really.
0: I checked if it was still live. I checked if it was still running, and I instantly used it and had lots of fun. But it's not part of my routine, so it's a bit of a kinder. Like if I came across it, I would use it immediately. But yeah. you kind of have to really schedule it in, almost, or plan it in. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, Babadom listeners, if you if you haven't tried it before, it is really, really lovely. It's but it's only web. I don't think there's an app, and it just would do so well as a phone app. I think um, it's just all these language learning games. It's just it's just fun. It's just so much fun. So you just get to play around and do various little, different little things. And it's a kind of quick sort of vocab refresher. So if you, you're sick of your flashcards this week, check out Babadum. It'll do the same, similar job for you. Um, improved, I would say. No, but hasn't gotten worse either. Just Still works. Classic dash. Classic dash, that's it. <laughs> do we still <laughs> like it?
1: I'll let you answer that because you t- you looked more recently.
0: Mm, I, I still instantly yeah. just felt very tempted by it. So that's spring, summer 2018. We're coming closer. And I have, mm, let me have a look. Okay, there's one here that has all four ticks, only one. Mm. And that is lingo deer.
1: Oh, okay. And that then the
0: second contender would be future Learn. So you are, you know, you can choose either one, I would say.
1: I guess Lingo Deer, we've got to go with the go with the ticks. You can't oh, go against the ticks.
0: Go with the ticks. That's it, we've got a system here. Oof. Yeah. So Lingo Deer enters the, I don't know, Hall of Hall of Fame, I guess. There you go, top tools hall of fame. And we're moving on to autumn winter 2018. Any memory of what happened then?
1: We I... were home. <laughs> Um, oh, I see
0: you were home from your trip around the world.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not like we were home. Everybody <laughs> was home. Okay, yeah. Ah, uh, that's true. I I don't know. No, I think I think I held the German retreat in Trier, which was one of my absolute dreams come true forever and ever. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I got to look at the vineyards and get my dad to show German learners around my home and just Do you know, it was just very, very dear to me. It was magical. So it was a good time. Good times. Autumn, winter, 2018. Happy, happy days. And we've got so many good ones. Oh my God. Right. The first one. Oh, Lindsay, you brought this. You'll still know what this is, but I wonder if you still use it. So first of all, do you still know what the writing prompts were all about?
1: Just, uh, yeah. Like in general, writing prompts. Yeah.
0: Writing prompts. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Secondly, do you still use them? Yes. Ah, you see, I got very excited after you brought that that suggestion, and I tried it with Welsh, and I never really got into it. Uh, okay. And I'm kind of—it's—I'm kind of gutted with myself. It's one of those, you know, where you really want to be really good at something, but for some reason, I just got stuck in my head and I couldn't do it. Maybe I could speak them out, but well, that's not the point. It can be the point if you record yourself speaking
1: them out. Yeah. Like that's you know you're still kind of documenting it. You're still keeping track. Yeah. You're still doing it, or maybe so just keep doing
0: way. it. I was I just felt like I was lacking the imagination. I don't know. Maybe I was trying to write something really mind blowing and it just wasn't coming together. Yeah, so, it doesn't have to
1: be. It doesn't have to be mind
0: blowing. Yeah. Um. So not improved or not improved or not improved or uh, what's the opposite of improved? Deteriorated.
1: Ah, okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's it's the same really. Yeah, it's a concept it's... more than a Yeah, anything. yeah.
0: Do you know any good apps that do this? I don't know. That would be interesting. So listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, writing phones. Quotes... Oh yes, go ahead.
1: Although Lingora Lingora uh-huh. Um, where you can practice your writing and speaking and then get feedback, it's like a sort of community basis they do give you some writing prompts oh nice it's not an app it's a website but it's probably the closest thing
0: Mm. so Lingora might be the place to look then Mm. Mm. writing prompts is yes I would I would like to travel it uh, travel I would like to try it again it's not me it's them 100% one hundred percent and listeners if you if you don't know the concept, it really is just the concept of taking creative writing prompts that normally would help you practice your creative writing, so it might be something like there is." Um, you know like what would you put on your shopping list on a trip to paradise or whatever you know I don't know (laughs) various coronavirus ones can you can imagine uh so it's just the idea of taking writing prompts and then free writing creative writing in your target language so that you get something to write about that isn't just I have a husband and a cat yeah and Lindsay you still like this don't you
1: absolutely
0: yeah so I'm I'm a m, I'm but I don't, it's not them. I think it was just me. Maybe maybe it's a practice thing. Do you think you get better at it when you do it more?
1: I think so. Yeah, it's just like kind of letting yourself, you know, just allowing yourself to write it and not feeling that, like you were saying about, it has to be mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. So when you can kind of work through that, that comes with practice, I think.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So that's writing prompt. And then the next one, Again, do you still know what this is and do you still use this? It was 50 languages.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. I still have that app on my iPad
0: yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, still use it? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, it's it's more one for the basics. Mm. And so I think maybe 50 languages would get my, I don't know. You know how we've got a minority medal and then we've got a kid's, a kid's cup?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So this would be my beginner's um something that's beginner's badge oh <gasps> yes beginner's
1: badge and it's also i think like you could connect i think if they have the languages on there you could connect chinese and welsh for example so if you know one language and you want to just see how it compares <gasps> you can use it for that it's not just everything through english and i think that's the real benefit of that one
0: Clever. So that's worth loving. Look, has it improved, changed, stayed the same? I think it's the same. Yeah. Mm. Now I have to say, and I just want to give credit to all of the web developers and app developers that work in the background. We, I am very, very much aware that if we say, has it improved, we're, we're talking about the user experience and just about the absolute surface and you are working in the background, programming your little hands off, um, making sure that this all still works while um various operating systems improve around it so when we say this hasn't changed much we don't mean like the fact that it still works is an improvement in itself because everything yeah. is improving continuously that's just to be said and we still like this 50 languages yep tick 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 well tick tick dash tick <laughs> the next one an omni- Omniglot I'm going to skip Omniglot in the interest of time and move on. Lindsay, this is interesting. Do you still know what Yask is? No. Ah, I also didn't really know anymore and I had to look it up. But it still looked really cool and I remember having used it for a little while, but so I don't use it anymore at the moment. Yask was A website where you accrue credits or accrue status through helping others. So it was this community-based kind of correction and like correct your words and get tips in your target language and get questions answered kind of place. So it's a place where you can exchange information and practice your target language and other people will help you by submitting corrections etc and they then in turn get a little bit of status get a little bit of a higher status so that they can submit more questions right that makes sense yeah it was a nice yeah it was a nice little app nice little concept i didn't kind of re-download it to have a look so i can't comment on improved or not improved but i do still like the idea okay so that's yask um and then there was the last one okay so there was one called ling your language which is no longer live so i'm taking that out and finally there was the idea of getting a little calligraphy set ah uh, yeah 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 we don't need to really run through the ticks with this i would say because it's so specific yeah like all the physical ones i'm kind of not running through all of the ticks, but i just wanted to give it a mention that that was if if you want to hear more about that listeners that's autumn winter 2018 so, Lindsay, there's one here that does have all the ticks. Go on. And then there's one that's got three ticks. And those are writing prompts and 50 languages. I'm going to say I'm
1: kind of biased towards writing prompts. Mm. But does it count as like a tool? I know we're kind of loose when we say that. Is it? Is it
0: okay to go through... Well, it's a bit like the charity shop and the vocab notebook where we, well, we we already said local tourist bump, but then we, no, no, we let Link win that one. We changed it for Link, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with, let's go with something technical. Let's go with 50 languages. Cool. But give a very, very strong recommend to writing prompts as a general tactic. And I bet you can find writing prompts in the 100 Creative Ideas for Solo Language Learners book that Lindsay has just put out. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Listeners, I hope you're still with us. I know this is a long one. This is a long one. So I might, I might just do like a quick uh, too long, didn't listen <laughs> at the start of this and give you, give you the whole thing. Or we're going to write a blog article where you can, if you really lose the will to live halfway through this, but maybe cast your eyes back, ears back, mind back to spring, summer, 2019, a mere year ago. Ah, you were skipping through the fields every
1: unlim- day, unlimited, unlimited exercise. exercise.
0: <laughs> you were, yeah, we were all in a happy place, and we're really coming to a point of like, oh, before the current, current life, and boy, did we have some recommendations. So I'm gonna run through the list, and for me, there is something that didn't make it last time. That is an absolute just. How did we not love this last time? So, okay. curious. Okay, go on, go on. Okay. Do you still know, know what Music Planet Road Trip is?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Do you still use it? I love it. Yes. BBC Sounds, we mentioned earlier. So now you can listen to the whole Music Planet show, which is where Music Planet Road Trip was, like, extracted from. So I tend to listen to that quite a lot. It's very lovely and relaxing if you're going for a nice walk on your unlimited exercise
0: (laughs) so it's actually improved
1: yeah 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 I would say so yeah
0: oh okay so check 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 for me it's I listened for a little bit but didn't really get into it but that's more to do with the 40 hours of unlistened podcasts that I have on my phone Mm-hmm. i kind of don't really get to so it's, it's my bad it's my bad 100 percent. but yes i mean international music is always gonna win finally do we still like this oh so much yeah yes. check 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 now here is something that i was surprised by because last time it didn't make the top three but lindsay do you still know what genius is yeah <laughs> Can you describe that? Did I suggest Genius? that one
1: as well? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I was musically themed this time. Um, Genius gives you lyrics and then it gives you like annotations on those lyrics. I found lately, it doesn't seem to work on my computer very well. I found that using it on um, the app version still shows the stuff. I don't know if it's just because they have some kind of weird upgrade. Um, but anyway, yeah, I still use it. I've I've written a blog post about this actually as well. Yeah. I think since this episode
0: so genius lovely it is actually it's it's brilliant it's brilliant genius still like it still use it has it improved that's a no then
1: well yeah I I think it might just be my computer when I'm using it I don't know
0: mm-hmm. I don't know like I have I did use it this week and it didn't cause me any problems so i'm going to mm. give it a dash and i wouldn't say it's improved in the sense of massive user inf- interface like overhaul no still kind of does the same thing do we still like it for language learning yeah yeah i agree i agree um and then there was the teach yourself library still know what that is oh yeah
1: the teach yourself library app yeah. yeah yeah
0: and it's it's fabulous it's fabulous i definitely still use it and I use it to go with my Chinese textbook. So the Teach Yourself Library app has an awful lot of audio and you can access the audio no matter if you bought the textbook that goes with it. But it's better if you have the book and it's got an awful lot or you can purchase actually you can purchase a lot of ebooks and audio directly in the app.
1: That's cool. So that's an improvement then. I don't remember that being there before.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. It it does like you can get script hacking books, I think. And then finally, of course, do we still like it? That's a yes. Now teach yes. yourself. Glorious. Um, then the next recommendation, Then there was Evertype. And I'm not going to go too far. Do you remember Evertype? No, not really. It was more of a directory. It was this sort of online directory, online publisher that just had all this stuff, all this amazing stuff in lots and lots of minority languages. So you might get like Snow White in Cornish or... Something like that. Quite UK-focused, but not everything just in UK languages. Okay. Mm. I
1: want to re-look at that one.
0: Yeah, it's more of an internet rabbit hole than a tool, I would say. Right. But 100% do look at it. It's They've got some great stuff over on Evertype. Um, I don't know about Improved or not because it's not a tool as such. The next one, however, OMG, um, I still know what this is and I use it every day. And it is Insight Timer. Oh, Mm. yeah. Inside Timer is a meditation app where you can get a lot of meditation, guided meditations, and you can get all these kind of, I don't know, all these sounds, right? You know, like concentration, theta wave, rain cloud on a, on a drop of, whatever you know like all these kind of all these kind of meditation sounds and things like that to kind of calm you down to bring you in out of your day or help you meditate and it's because it's a user-generated a lot of the content is user-generated and users can put their own courses on there and things like that there is an awful lot of languages available and you can just access them so you can do your meditation in dutch or you could try you could try kind of sitting and just listening to relaxed Spanish in these wonderful, relaxed voices. And I've done it in various languages and still really, really enjoy it.
1: Mm. I tried it for a little bit after this episode. This was your recommendation, wasn't it? And um, I kind of... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I never quite got into it.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of... When we say still use, it's kind of a meh. And then well, if, <laughs> if
1: you still use it, if one of us still uses it, like you said, every day, right? I mean, that's a big tip. Yeah, I,
0: I use it all the time. I love Inside Timer. Uh, okay, so that was that. And then the last one was Pleco, which is a really awesome Chinese dictionary app, but it is Chinese focused. So I'm going to, in the interest of time, again, not run through it all. Uh, Pleco, if you're a Chinese learner, check it out. Oh, Lindsay, this episode's all ticks. Like this this spring, summer nineteen, This was a strong one. It's super strong. So out of the ones that have all the ticks we have Music Planet road trip the teach yourself library and insight timer and genius almost all tips ticks as well so who's our what's our clash of the titans let's go okay between genius and music planet road trip what would you recommend mm-hmm. genius Mm. Me too, okay. Between Genius and Inside Timer, what would you recommend? Ooh, probably Inside Timer. Between Inside Timer and the Teach Yourself Library, what would you recommend? Teach Yourself Library. Mm, Yes, I I think me too. I mean, I love and adore Inside Timer, but if you're a language learner... And you're looking for that language learning content, pure content, and you really want something instructional that can just comes to you on your phone, really handy, teach yourself library every time, brilliant, okay, so that's one more, oh, one more episode to go right are we are we ready? I'm ready, okay, number one, do you still know what flip word is?
1: yes. I just did a video walkthrough for 100 Creative Ideas.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, so you started using that as well? Yep. Yeah, I still have it. I still have it in my browser. So listeners, if you don't know, FlipWord is a Chrome extension where you just get normal websites that have got stuff in English on maybe um, the BBC News website or whatever it is that you're looking at, Uh, Lyrics on Genius, and it just... At, not at random, but it just kind of takes out a few of the words that are frequent words that you may want to learn in your target language and it replaces them in your target language. Then you need to kind of hover over it and sometimes it might give you a little quiz, ask you, what do you you know what that word is? And other times you just need to hover so that you get it back into English. And this way you can kind of slowly sneak vocab into your daily experience. Lindsay, so you still use it?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Anything missing in that explanation?
1: No, I was taking a sip of water, so I had to answer. Yeah, cool. Ooh, I had to gulp and answer swiftly.
0: <laughs> uh, do has this improved or deteriorated or anything? I think it's kind of the, the same, right? Because we're yeah. quite recent now, so it is. Yeah, definitely. It's it's just from winter two thousand nineteen. Yeah. If anything, I would say it's improved. Cool. Because you can you can now pause it. I think for various longer things, and you can take. You can block a page, so if you if it really just annoys you on a website rather than help, you can say on this particular website I don't want to see this anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, finally, do we still like this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Flipboard is still is still a winner, baby. And then there was the Indo-European cognate dictionary, which is a straight up dictionary, and that's I'm gonna take that out because we're so techie in this. But still recommended for everybody's Christmas lists, really. Yeah. So, Indo European. If you go back to the autumn, winter 2019 episode, listeners, you will hear Lindsay just whacking that dictionary on the floor, and you can hear, you can like <laughs> hear the knowledge. <laughs> It's a big one. It's definitely a big one, and it sounds absolutely amazing and fascinating. Uh, but seeing as it's not techie, and we're we're so techie with this with this Clash of the Titans Hall of Fame episode, and so long I know, that it's just a wonderful one. Okay, next up, and this again, it's not techie, but we've mentioned this so many times in so many guises that I think it needs. <sighs> what, what what can we what can we name this the the, the ultimate the the special special cup or something like that like, I think this needs just needs the goblet of goblet of recognition goblet of recognition <laughs> the goblet of recognition so if you do nothing else at all Lindsay came and she recommended mini volcup notebooks so we're back on the volcup notebooks
1: mm. these weren't Greg ruled. They were not Greg or Pittman World. No, there were no sausage roll vouchers. <laughs> they weren't German. I was very disappointed, but they I was very pleased because I got this one in particular that made me mention it here in Korea, in South Korea. And it was gooditama. I know atamas from Japan, but I was just very happy to see his little lazy egg face <laughs> hanging around on a little notebook.
0: And it's it's always I think we so we've done this three times. We've had kind of the pretty notes. We've had the the vocab notebook, German version. The kind of very sober, <laughs> I guess. Like this is how we rule things. Um, and then we've had the cutesy kind of Kuritama version. And it always comes down to just like the power of taking notes and the power of having good tools and kind of paper and pens and all that kind of stuff that you like for taking notes. To me, that's really where it where it comes down to. We have actually done a podcast episode about how to start a language learning journal, so I'm going to just link to that in the show notes, which you can find at fluent.show slash um, one eight two. Talking about the language learning journaling, but yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do another episode talking about notes and notebooks and how to get your notes organised. Um, so that's that. I'm going to kind of take that out. The next tool was cl- quiz quiz clip. Hmm. Still know what I is? No. Hmm. Another Chrome extension. And this one was for clicking on words in your target language. So as you're reading through websites in your target language and then getting that word into like very quickly getting that word into pretty much a CSV that you can put into something like Anki. Hang on. What's it called? Quiz, clip, quiz, clip, and
1: clip with a K. Oh, no, that's not it. I thought I might have still had it on my Chrome extensions. No, I, no, I do not know.
0: Yeah, it's, I still have it on my Chrome extensions, but I don't really use it that much at the moment. So it's kind of a dash for still use it. Improve, I would say nothing's really massively changed, um, but the creator of QuizClip, I wanna give him a shout, because he got in touch with me and actually said, Hey, thanks for mentioning us and you know how how it was just a little project that he did pretty much in school.
1: Nice. So That's for really that, cool. it's
0: traveled far. It's traveled far. So I still like it, Quizclip. But it's yeah, it's it's a great kind of it's a great kind of thing to try out. So try it out for yourself. I think some people were like there were some issues with the export. So just kind of be don't don't expect miracles, but be aware it's not, you know, it's just not a huge company with a team of 25 million programmers. So in that context, QuizClip gets my vote of approval, 100%. The next was something that you brought. We've got two left. Two left, Lindsay. Whew, okay. Stay strong. Whoa. It's good that you're a marathon runner. Master any language. Still know what that is? Oh, yeah. Master any language. Can you describe it? Yeah,
1: it's an app and I think a website with um, lots of kind of very simple, very like nineties esque appearance, vocab and phrases and lists of quite a good diverse range of languages and that was the thing that drew me to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, and I can't remember if we mentioned this in the episode or if I discovered this after. There's there's quite a few kind of biblical references, which makes me wonder: was this made like by or for missionaries, or what's the kind of premise here um so yeah if if that's what you're into that's cool but if not just heads up
0: yeah so you do you still use it uh not massively
1: i might have deleted that one off of my ipad
0: Mm, so that's oh it was an app as well
1: yes yeah
0: ah see because i don't use my ipad very much for language stuff i kind of i do i look at my language stuff on the browser and wasn't even aware that there was an app let's mm. so master any language then the has it improved or not any knowledge no we don't know don't know and finally do we still like it
1: yeah i would go back to it if i wanted if i was looking for a language with few resources that might be something there
0: that's it so between that i would say between that and the live lingua project though if you're a learner of a minority language i would recommend check live lingua first yeah yeah because they just have if you want like a quick fix of something, if you're
1: looking for something quickly, then Master Any Language probably comes in.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Or if simply, if you can't find materials for your language anywhere else, this might be a great place to look. And then finally, do you still know what lingo log is?
1: No. Was this one you recommended?
0: Mm, No. I don't remember. I honestly, in the time that I've made the notes... True now, I have again forgotten what LingoLog is. (laughs) So (laughs) There must be something, there must be something here that isn't quite connecting with me and LingoLog. So let me just pull it up again. Wow, 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 wow. LingoLog, what are you? It says, oh yes, it's an online notepad with a calendar giving you a library of interesting prompts for language learners. (gasps) Writing prompts? There we go. Writing prompts. How did we not try this? Oh, we vow... Well, it's it's only from it's only from November. We vow to do this, huh? Oi, oi, oi. Lingo log. Let me have a look at it. What was the issue? Is it not live anymore? Hmm. I'm not sure it's still accessible. I'm oh. not sure. I'm peeking out from under my blanket here. So, listeners, forgive me if I sound like I'm actually in a cave. Lingo log? Hmm. Okay, from what I can tell... It might be that I didn't go any further with it because LingoLog ain't no more. Ah, well, oh, you, can't, no. you can't get points then. So there's, there's really one winner because we've taken the non-techy stuff out and Vocab Notebook's got the goblet of recognition in general. <laughs> there's only one winner from Autumn and Winter 2019, and that is Flipword. Ah, cool. Flipword. And now, Lindsay
1: okay we got a a short list we got a strong short list oh
0: my god don't we just don't we just listeners if you're still with us kudos to you it's all worth it we have got the clash of the titans dun 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 shall we dare we dare we pit them off against each other to pick the ultimate top two roles go on then okay (laughs) On, and then she says, from autumn-winter 2016 and spring-summer 2017, the two winners are lyrics training versus Clothesmaster. Both enter the arena. They're both champions. They're both amazing. Ooh. If you could only use one of these for the rest of your language learning life, which one would it be, Lindsay? It would have to be lyrics training. It would have to be lyrics training, she says. Lyrics training. What about you? Cracks on. It, I, mm, lyrics training doesn't have Chinese. Yeah. And Clothesmaster has Welsh and nothing else has Welsh. But if I'm... So, lyrics training is more, is more, is more entertaining, but more restricted. And Clothesmaster
1: does have more languages.
0: Oh. Yes. Oh. So, for me, I think... Clo- it's a tie. What can we do? What can we do? This is not really working. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a champion between them... Only one shall move on to the next round. But beware, listeners, this is a tie. So we're going to, we, I don't know, it's like we—it's like a. if we—if this was the World Cup, we'd have to have like a penalty shootout. We'd have a penalty shootout between Lyrics Training and Clothesmaster. Um, because Lyrics Training has improved, so it's got more ticks, whereas Master, we've got on equal experience to last time. I'm going to send Lyrics Training ahead. It won the penalty shootout. Between Lyrics Training, Lindsay and link if you could only choose one for the rest of your life what would it be oh man
1: see <laughs> if if i'm 100% honest about what i use the
0: most i'd still have to say lyrics training oh really but link does have the same, cap- the same capabilities where you can watch music videos it does it
1: does yeah and i guess it can do more and there's still more languages so maybe we should go link on this one
0: for me it's link Defo, defo, because I'm not that much of a music video watcher. So Link moves on to the next round between Link and Lingodeer. Whoo hoo! What do you reckon? I guess it comes down to range of
1: languages again. So true. Link,
0: that's true. Well, neither neither of them speaks Welsh. Lingodeer does an amazing job in the languages that it does, and Lingodeer's mobile experience, I think, is among the best mobile apps I've seen for language learning. And it really is a great one for complete beginners. Whereas Link if you're a complete and utter beginner and you're new to language learning, I think Link would be a little bit intimidating. Yeah, that's true. Whereas if you are a beginner, Lingodeer is, is what you want. You know, it's just kind of just just play around, double a little bit and before you know it you've learned more than you think. So does that mean Lingodeer gets it? I don't know. I don't know. We kind of have we kind of have one for the more advanced learners, which is Link. By more advanced, I really mean you you know the basics. Like, you're not scared anymore. Um, that's when Link is your baby. And LingoDeer is... They do such different things that I don't think we can... Oh, can we do it? Okay, let me see. They both have four ticks as well. We can't even do a penalty shootout. Uh. All right. Because Lingo Deer is more recent in the list, I'm going to send LingoDeer on. And I'm going to give Link um, some kind of medal. There you go. Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'm going to also give Clothesmaster Master and Lyrics Training a medal. Well, Lyrics Training moved ahead already. So these are our absolute babes. Okay, so then there is this is interesting. 50 languages versus Lingodeer. Lingodeer. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lingodeer moves on to spring summer 2019, where it meets. Oh! A heavyweight, a heavyweight. The Teach Yourself Library.
1: Mm. Again, this is like with Link versus Lingodit. It's like if you have the experience to kind of know what you're doing or if you have the book to go with the Teach Yourself, then that's obviously going to be the winner. I would say the Teach Yourself Library on this one.
0: I think so. I think so too, just because it goes with such a... It goes with such a strong. It goes with such strong resources, and it's just, just, you know. I mean, one's a one's a language learning app, and one goes with a whole publisher, right? Mm. So it's it's that really the variety of what you can find and the curiosity with which you can look around, teach yourself. It's it's a lot of fun, but that doesn't that doesn't Lingodeer still gets a medal. Lingodeer is still awesome. But also the language range of Teach Yourself is just vast. So the Teach Yourself Library enters the last round of our Clashes of the Titans. What would you, if you could only do one for the rest of your life, Teach Yourself Library or Flipwood, which one's coming with you? Teach Yourself Library. Me too, me too. See, some of these are easy decisions. Some of these are almost equals. Okay, our top, oh, we've got five out of four. Four and a half, three and a half years of Top Tools listeners from seven episodes. The Top, Top Tools, the Top Tools Hall of Fame. As determined by Lindsay and Kirsten in this episode that you've just witnessed that was so much fun are Lyrics Training, Close Master, Link, Lingo Deer, and the Teach Yourself Library.
1: Nice. Nice. That's very cool,
0: and of course, we are giving the goblet of recognition to Volcup Notebooks. Don't forget that, because that's not a techie one. We are giving the kids cup for people who've got kids at home to Gus on the go. We're giving the minority medal to Live Lingua and the beginner's badge to Fifty Languages. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: alliteration!
0: I know. I wish like I w- music to my ears. I wish we had an awards show. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you think we can get Beyoncé for the for the top tools? 100%. Awards show. I'll yeah. I'll give her a ring. <laughs> well, I this was like the Super Bowl of language learning tools and resources, and I'll see if I can get Beyoncé to sing the top tools jingle for us anytime soon. <laughs> listeners thank you so much for hanging out with lindsay and me thank you so much for hanging out with us and working through this and i would love to hear from you which one of all of these which ones of all of these amazing top tools which decisions do you agree with what do you still use are you a beginners cup kind of person do you agree with our special goblet of recognition what's out there for you let us know keep us knowing and i hope that this episode brought you up to date with all of the tools that we've had before and as I said some of these maybe if we come across them again in the future maybe they change maybe they improve they're going to come back they're going to be on the Fluent Show again. That is it. Lindsay do you have any do you have any last words would you like to congratulate our our winners? Oh yes
1: absolutely (laughs) 100% congratulations.
0: (laughs) So with all that being said the Hall of Fame has been filled the top tool awards have been given the awards show is over i hope you had a wonderful time this is this is the, the this has been the oscars of language learning <laughs> and it was it was we had a really really great time listeners thank you so much for hanging out with us you'll find everything you need at fluent.show/182 where you're going to get links to all of the different apps and i'm going to put a put some pictures of my different notes and all these kind of tick and dash systems that we came up with um, over on patreon.com slash fluent show I'll make them available for everybody supporters on Patreon get Lindsay's book 100 Creative Ideas for Solo Language Learners it's goodbye from me goodbye and goodbye from Lindsay Williams I'm
1: up my my goodbye game I'm gonna do it in a different language dun, you ready?
0: Dun. go ahead choose <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Fluent Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review in your podcast app. Or even becoming a member of our Patreon community, where our supporter perks include a secret feed full of added show notes and a VIP option where you can get priority answers to your listener questions on the podcast. Don't forget that you can send us your language questions and feedback to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk or find us on Twitter at The Fluent Show or Instagram hashtag The Fluent Show. We're always so excited to hear from you and read every message and review. See you next week.